Welcome to Coffee, Cake and Conversations. I'm Kat. I'm Faith. I'm Amelia. And this is a podcast about motherhood, sisterhood and general chit-chat. Hi guys, welcome back to this week's podcast. Um, in today's episode, we thought we would talk about our childhoods. Um, as we've said before, the three of us girls are all quite different. We've had different upbringings and different outlooks on things. And obviously a lot of that sort of stuff stems from how you're brought up and your parental relationships and stuff like that. So we just thought we'd have a bit of a chat about that and give you guys an insight into our lives when we were kids, really. So, should I go first? Yes, coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, I had... My childhood was a bit weird because it was it was really nice for the... Well, like, it was really nice in terms of I grew up in a little tiny village and there was, like, 10 or 15 of us kids and we grew up together. You know, like, in that Ed Sheeran song when he sings about coming home and he says something like, these people raised me yeah. in the song. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about my group of friends from Hagborn. Like, they were my family. They were my everything. It's like we were just all, all together all the time. Um, especially my baby sister, Holly, who is not my sister by blood, but I call her my baby sister. She was my baby sister. We are mums were best friends. Um, so when Holly was... I met Holly when she was six months. I was about three, and we just inseparable ever since so that side it was was amazing we were out riding our bikes every day and like we were in the countryside we were like going in cornfields and then you get to your teenage years you'll start going out with each other you're like oh my god did you hold his hand yes (laughs) did you you snog him the other night um in terms of my family though they are hard work my family my mum and dad are somehow still married i don't know why i'm pretty sure they don't even like each other that much um my mum is Glaswegian, so she's quite hard work. No offence, a Scottish. It's a oh. part of Glasgow, but like okay. they're renowned for being quite um, hard, quite tough, ah. tough characters. Um, Dad is Irish and quite a big softy, really. Um, but they were really has always had such a volatile relationship. Very much can't live with each other, can't live without each other. And like I think my dad was quite not so much now, but I think he was quite dependent on alcohol when I was younger. Not in the sense of, like, having vodka for breakfast, but he always went to the pub in the evenings for a couple of pints. And some nights, I think, that went beyond a couple of pints. What, most nights, or...? No. Definitely regular enough for me to remember being as a child. To notice. I didn't want want Daddy to go to the pub. Yeah. Because if he came home, Mummy would be cross, and I... Yeah. I knew they'd have a fight. The anticipation of a And the fights, man were unbelievable like they were awful like I just remember so much I if I watch EastEnders now and there's a domestic on there and they start yelling I I sometimes I will just like I'll go to the loo or something I'll just leave the room can't hear it can't hear that point when it gets to shouting and it's in my ears and I'm like I can't actually listen that it was never aggressive well it was never aggressive from my dad's part thank god but mum my mum launched freaking tables and everything at my dad she's a absolute <sighs> lunatic um and i noticed like it wasn't till like i was much older and i left home and i sort of looked back at it and dad was it is a very sociable person he had lots of friends mum didn't mum had like real trust issues she didn't have friends she didn't have girlfriends or anything yeah so i think that must have had a part in it um i think my mum probably she probably is still quite lonely they're very dependent on each other mum and dad and since Dad's retired, I think they are a lot nicer to each other because they're now together all the time and yeah. 
they're older. They can't be asked that, to have fights. Funny, I've, I've, that happens often, doesn't it? Where people don't get along and then mm. all of a sudden, is it the whole companionship where it just becomes yeah. about that? They can't They can't be without each other. I remember yeah. dad going to Ireland for a rugby match and ringing my mum, crying, I want to come home. Yeah. I don't want to be apart from you. And I was, I don't know, I'd have been about 12, 13 then. Fucking weirdo, what are you on about? You've got a weekend <laughs> away from her, like this is a good thing for you. Because as much as this will sound horrendous, and I I can't imagine some of the DMs I'm going to get for this, I love my mum because she's my mum. And, you know, I went to her and cried when I got my period or when I first got dumped and all the rest of it. But as a person, we don't get along. I, I think you'd be at shocked all. at how many people mm-hmm. feel like that. I don't get on with her. And I can't spend a vast amount of time with her. So when we go, we're going to drop in and see them for a cup of tea when we drive to when we're going on holiday this week and we'll be there maybe an hour yeah and i'll be itching to go because i just oh, we just don't get on she just she's quite catty she has said some things to me in the past that i just think i don't really understand why you say that to your child like really do you have stuff. any siblings yes so i've got a much older sister she's well now she's 50 odd don't get on with her either but how does she get along with your mum uh, again, very volatile, but they've used to fight a lot. I remember them having a massive fight and hitting each so other. So your mum's got, like, she's not, she doesn't get along with, like... She more... gets on amazingly well with my brother. Ah. Um, really well with my brother. Fav- like, favourited, yeah. 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 I was daddy's girl, for sure. I was yeah. the baby. Um, but yeah, my mum and brother are really close. Um, and I think they all spend a lot of time together now. My brother still has moved back home, my mum and dad. My sister moved back to live near them. So I think they're all they're quite close knit. Yeah. But I am I was remarkably happy when Sam and I decided to move. Do you feel like it's like the distance you need? Yeah. And now when you go to your mum you can handle it better because you've not yeah. seen her for a while. Yeah. And I do, you know, I do look back and I think now that I've had children I I I can understand some parts. I can't understand some of the things she used to say to me when I was has it changed your view on her since having kids yourself? Like, not really. No. No, I still think she's a bit of an idiot, to be honest. Yeah. I, just I, think, think, you could, quite... I think you could be even, like, harsher. Really yeah. hard. Because yeah. you're like, oh, I would never do that. Do that to my children. Yeah. yeah. I never say the things. I tell Sam sometimes. He's just like... Sam is so good. He's so, like, lovely to my mum. And always says he's happy to go and see them. And he wants them to see the, the kids and stuff like that. But... He does struggle when he knows some of the things that she's said to me or she's had times where she's incredibly jealous of Sam's mum because I'm really yeah. close to her. Um, and I can understand that jealousy. That's, that's nice that you have actually have a mum that figure that you figure, can... Yeah, yeah. You know, she does, you know, like, Mummy Williams, as I call her, she does all the, if I'm poorly, she'll, like, make me mask, but okay, can bring it over or... Like I said on the podcast about the birth stories, she was there when I remember her holding me up when I was having a contraction. She does that mum thing. Yeah, you know what, though? Like, anyone in the world can be a mum, but not everyone can be a mum. That's so yeah. true, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. So, I, I don't know. I don't know if mum resented me a bit. I wasn't planned. She reminded me of that a lot. How old up. was she? Because you say you have, like, a 50-year-old sister. <laughs> How old was your mum when she had you? 37. Oh, my God. That's how old I, I wasn't was. wasn't planned. I'm going to be the 50-year-old mum. <laughs> You'll be a but, fifty. No, I'm gonna be nicer she, no, though. She was like, she was, Joking. you know, she she. I don't mean that. I think the age thing got to her. No, I think she just 
really didn't like me sometimes. Was she in the middle of a career or like no. like or like was she busy in her own life no. and then no. out pops feed no. to ruin it sort of thing? No. No, I think she was quite ill after me. I think she had very serious um postnatal depression and I don't think that was really a diagnosed things back in the day. No. They were just like have some Valium, you'd be fine. Like baby blues, but yeah. really yeah, register in it. Crack wow. on, have some have some drugs, yeah. you'll be right. So yeah, I think she blames me for a lot of that. Um she got really high blood pressure after she had me as well. And, like, she's always saying to me, you nearly killed me. You nearly killed me. What? Oh, no, no I didn't. Your high blood pressure nearly killed you. Not if, you if you really don't want me, oh, you she's saying it. Okay, I'm, I'm being the, like, North American that's like, did she really mean it? Or was she, like, saying it, like, jokey? No. No. So she, if she, she like, wants really to be meant... horrible, mum. Yeah. Oh, she can be evil. Really wicked, mum, said things to me. And, yes, it's in anger. And, yes, you have to do the whole forgive and forget. I forgive. I'm not the best at forgetting. No. I do remember every little yeah. thing. And that's... Why? It's hard too, like if you've had all that stuff happen and then like you want to move past it, but mm. it's like, but you say your personalities don't match. We just don't get on. Dad and I get on really well. Dad and I used to go to the pub and watch like the football and stuff together before yeah. I moved away. I remember dad crying his eyes out when I phoned him and said Josh had been born. Stuff like that. I'm really, I, I am much, I, I'm more dad. I've got much more of his side of the family than me. Yeah. Um, and, but, I do love my mum. I do. I make it sound so awful, but as a person, like I've grown up and just thought, I just don't understand how someone can be that way to their daughter a lot of the time. Yeah, I know. If you if you don't understand it, you don't understand it. <laughs> no, but thankfully, she. I mean, mum's so sheltered. She wouldn't even know what a podcast is. She'd never even <laughs> listen to this. So it's quite nice to be able to actually talk about it. Yeah. Um, and I think only a couple of like my childhood friends will be listening to this. I thought so when we were going to do this saying. podcast, I thought, actually, it wouldn't be the worst thing if our parents heard this. My mum wouldn't do, like, my mum would hear it, this and be like, oh, gosh, I really, you know, maybe I was wrong. My mum would just be like, you're dead to me. That'd be it. should do all that. I wouldn't talk to But it's how you, months. it's your feelings. It's how you feel. You know what I mean? Like. Mm. Absolutely. And yeah. you are, you're not saying like, you know, death becomes her. You're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're just saying like. How you felt. Yeah. 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 And you are saying you love her. You yeah. know, you just don't get on. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's just basically it. Was good childhood with my friends, lovely memories. But yeah, bit of a volatile time with my parents. But I wasn't an angel by the time I got to eighteen, sixteen, fifteen. <laughs> I know. I feel like 14. It, climbing out windows to meet boys. <gasps> Ooh, I did that. Didn't we all? I did that. It's it precisely taking the what do you call? I don't in Canada we had nets. No. Like, so you opened your window up and you had, like, a net to keep the mosquitoes out so the mosquitoes wouldn't just, like, come in. So everyone had them. I had to, like, precisely take the net part of the window very quietly. And, like, yeah, put it off. <laughs> take it off. And climb out. Climb back in. Put the net in. Yeah, that's... Yeah. You had to do some nice. serious planning. Yeah, seriously. Same. Yeah, it wasn't all bad. There was lots of boys. <laughs> lots of boys. Slay. And on that note... <laughs> mm, moving <Yeah>. on. <laughs> right, my childhood, which is i mean i don't even really know where to start <laughs> my all i remember like from my childhood well i remember lots of things but the main thing i remember is obviously my mom's very religious like ultimate religious like speaks in tongues i don't know if you guys know what that is so like they like she says bible verses and stuff no like they like god gives them language uh, right and they're like blah, 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 and they mm-hmm. put your hands on you. it's like the very religious so my mom, um, 
was very religious and my, my dad wasn't like the total opposite like he'd be sitting watching frankenfish which is an actual movie by the way um like horror movies so while we were at church because my mom made us go every single sunday my dad was at home watching horror movies no, and didn't so make him go they used to be religious together but my dad had a change of heart and she never like forced him and he would just they're like your parents total opposites like I don't even now I still I'm like how are they married because my mom is so religious my dad is so not my dad drinks a lot um unlike your parents they could be they could listen to this so but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say anything any say what I want um yeah so my dad like just they're like completely total opposites when I was in my growing up I don't actually remember anything like I remember being quite happy like we had nice stuff and like we I had friends I mean they were really strict my dad was a cop and my mom was like just a secretary for like different businesses and stuff and yeah I just remember like being quite normal but then like growing now that I'm an adult Mm -hmm. you're like oh okay yeah there was some like weird kind of things and um my parents never had a lot of friends so we were very much in our own little family bubble. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I never really realized that they didn't have a social life, like that much of a social life. I mean, I feel like they, there was there was some friends, but they were like far and few between. Mm. And um, I think back now, I'm like, oh, that's actually kind of weird. Like, because obviously I go off with my friends yeah. and we do stuff. And But yeah. Um, no, I'm trying to think like, what else can I say? <laughs> It sounds like yours is what? quite normal, though. Like, not too... Like, I feel like mine was really up and down. And yours just sounds like it was fair. Yeah, you... No, no, because it's... it's. You know what it is with me, like, in my childhood? Is there's a lot of stuff I don't want to remember. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm like... I, like, I... Like, when there's bad things happen in my life, I tend to gloss over it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, right, let's just shove that in its box and carry on with carry on and I'm, yeah. I'm very much like that because I know there was a lot of stuff like there was some serious 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 fights in my in my household mm. with even knives and stuff and the police were called on my cop dad wow. because of arguments and stuff yeah, they, okay, they, yeah, the they, they, they when I was f- 14 my parents split up and lived in different houses and my dad actually moved across the street from my mum. Right. Because <laughs> they used to have a business renting out houses and one right. of the houses was across the street. So my dad lived across the street from my mum for like seven months. Oh, really? Yeah, and it was like, it was just kind of bizarre. Did they get back together? They Yeah, they're still together now. So they, they split up tw- another time after that for like a good another like while. So they've been together, not together, together, Maybe not they together. they just needed a break? Uh, I don't know. <clears throat> but like, I wasn't ever allowed to do much as a kid. Like, I wasn't allowed to be, like, at friends' houses all... Like, I was allowed to go out, but I don't remember... I didn't have a lot of freedom as a teenager and stuff. Like, I know a lot of my friends, they were allowed to go out and do stuff. What, like, was that because of your dad or... My dad was paranoid. Mom. My dad was your paranoid. Dad, yeah. He was a cop. Not He'd seen lots of stuff. Mean, yeah. Um, they were so strict that when I became a teenager... You rebelled. Oh, I massively did. Yeah. I massively did. I mean, I got caught doing, like a weed transaction on my phone (laughs) and my cop dad I just heard thump 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 down the stairs and I was like oh what's going on he's like you're doing a what seven grams of what I was like oh no yeah and I got kicked out of my house that was how old were you I was 16 Mm -hmm. and I like 
I we were on our way to moving to Belize. So obviously I'm Canadian. We lived in a small town in Canada. We were like packing up our house, ready to go move to Belize. Yeah. And and that happened. And my dad's like, you're getting kicked out. You're not coming to Belize. I'm like, oh my God, and we left in Canada and God. with no family. When you're 16, like that's so true as well. You're like proper freaking out when you get in trouble for shit. Yeah. It's the end of the world. Yeah. I mean, now I, I look back and I think, what would I do if my kids started smoking some weed? And I would, I would, I would be like, mad, yeah. I yeah. would be like, look, it's not, you don't want to do that. Like, look yeah. at me. I have no memory now. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think I'd react in that way either. Um, no, no. Because I feel like in my, like, I wish my dad would have just been like, you're a teenager. You're going to do these sort of things. And, yeah, punish us, ground us, whatever you want to do. But, I mean, my dad was, like, calling me a criminal. He was like, you're a criminal. Like You learn, that's what I meant. Like, you learn from, like, the way you were brought up and the way you were disciplined. I want to do everything. Take that or you want to. I want to do everything opposite. I mean, when it comes to religion, I have my beliefs. And, to be honest with you, I feel guilty sometimes I don't go to church. Like, because I'm, like, I I do feel strong about my beliefs. But but at the same time, I was so forced into it. Mm. Like, the religion is a bad thing in my childhood. Very bad. Mm. Like, like if I didn't want to do a play, like a Christmas play, I remember the pastor getting upset because I didn't want to do it because I was... I got like shy at the last minute and I was like ruining his whole play and he I was made to feel really bad and my mom backed him up when the church got involved when my parents split up for the first time and they were like your dad's evil he's an alcoholic you know he's horrible and like that's what church is to me like and so I've never brought my kids to church because it's not a good experience for me like nothing, nothing. But I have my beliefs. Like I still believe in God, and I have my my what I want. And I do try and teach the kids. We don't even pray at dinner, and that's something I would do. Mm. Like I would normally pray at dinner, but I don't. Yeah. I don't even want to do that because I'm like there's such bad tainted memories around religion. Mm. It's a you shame you I mean? can't try and like make it like your own way, like your own way of having your beliefs and all the rest of it. Like I just find it so difficult. I'm like such a I, 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 I shut off a, from it. I don't think my mom realized the damage that she did by forcing that sort of religion on us mm, yeah. that now I've, 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 my, my kids, I mean, my, Anthony was like, I don't believe in God. And that really broke my heart because obviously I have my beliefs yeah. and I'm like, oh, my child doesn't even, you think your child kind of sort of be like, you, they'd have sort of the same it's fire enough they are adults and they get their own beliefs mm-hmm. and stuff but you'd think that they would, I'd raise them to believe in God and yeah. they don't so I feel quite guilty but but you can't feel responsible that he's getting older he's going to make his own decisions a lot of people don't believe in God sorry. I'm like I am one of them sorry yes. <laughs> um, Kev's the same yeah, I'm that's like another you, reason why I'm... I find it difficult at home right now but like, Kev's always like oh you want to go to church I fully support it but he's he doesn't really he wasn't brought up relig- no, religious and he sure. doesn't really believe see my mum and dad weren't particularly religious but we went to CB schools and like I do I go to church and stuff like that I'm quite lucky I didn't have a the memory of it that you have my church was always so warm and like yeah. welcoming and a place of comfort don't get me wrong I love a carol service I'm there for a carol service hell that, yeah the, the one t- okay positive about going to church Christmas yeah. was always such a nice feeling Easter I knew I was coming home yeah. to crap loads of chocolate and <laughs> my mum was shock horror the music coordinator of church no. <laughs> yeah love right him. she actually can sing really nice my mum's a good singer no, actually, she really is. Aww. Really good singer. And she she plays piano and she's never been taught. She plays by ear. No way. Yeah, so she oh, does, She can't read music, She can't. but she but can she play, play anything. It. Wow. And my, all of my family on my, my mum's side are musicians. I can't sing. Go on then, go. Kath can sing. I can't sing. Can you? 
No way. I do, yeah. Cass- She's not as good as me. I'm like a Dell in the car. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. That's a lie. <laughs> I will say some nice things about my childhood. Okay, Canada, child, growing up in Canada is lovely because I just remember the fall. It's, when I think of like um, like growing up in Canada, I'm always to seasons. Yeah. Like the autumn. You, you have autumn in England, but it's nothing like autumn in Canada. Oh, Until, really? It's so colorful. Like it's vibrant. It's so amazing. Oh, and then like the, the snow. Okay, yeah, it's a pain in the ass after a while because you're like, oh, God, I've got to, like, snow blow the drywall again. But, like, <laughs> but like, it's beautiful. Like, yeah. everything's white. And then Christmas, like, it's snowing at Christmas. Did you no. go skiing or anything like that? Yeah, I used to ski. I used yeah. to have a ski pass. I was, Do you, I was ski or snowboard? Ski. I, I grew, no, but I was at the time when the snowboards were starting to come out. Like, it was all skiing, and it was, like, the late 90s when ski. snowboards were starting. I can't I can't, board, I can't ski. No, You're I not skied. not going to get me doing either. Sorry. I wasn't the best skier. I bombed. I was like, Whoosh. <laughs> You know? But we did ski. And then, like, the summers are gorgeous. And we used to have, we have a, we had a boat growing up. So, we came from, I guess, like, I must be going on for too no, long. We, my granddad um, is Bermudian so my dad's side is Bermudian and he was a wealthy man and he used to, he was um like on the way being a prime minister and he got cancer but he was like right up there he was working wow. his way up to that and yeah so we had a boat that my granddad bought us because he you know he had some money and stuff so we used to have like a big boat that we used to live on and we used to go on it in June we used to stay on it all the way to August we used to live on it oh my god and we in Canada you've got the Great Lake system so they're like little seas, really. And you used to just kind of like boat around, visit towns and stuff. And that was like the most amazing thing. Wow. Until my parents didn't get along on there. Then it wasn't yeah. very nice. But like the beauty was amazing. Aww, and like, yeah, so, there's so much nice things about my childhood. It's just that I one thing I, I will say is you cling on to the, the bad moments a lot. Mm-hmm. Like when you're a kid, you remember the negatives. Yeah. Like, I remember, I probably remember more negatives than positives, but even though I know there were positives. Me too. Why is that? It's so strange. Because they affect you more. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. stay with you. Yeah, because I'm, I'm like, I don't want to, like, I know there's, there's, there's good things and stuff, but, yeah. I think that's pretty much my childhood. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll go next then. Yep, you next, guys. Um, so, up until about seven, my childhood was just, like, bog standard kind of normal childhood my dad was a mechanic and my mum was just a stay-at-home mum uh, we didn't have a lot of money and looking back on it now or like things my mum has told me now I know that she used to um spend every last penny on us like we were the priority um and she would cut her cut the soles of her shoes like cut cereal boxes to be the soles of her shoes if that makes sense so if her shoes wore up she wouldn't buy a new pair of shoes oh you mean on the inside of the shoe yeah she would oh yeah she would fix her shoes until like she wouldn't buy a pair of shoes until she had to buy i wouldn't even think of doing that like i wouldn't even like she was we were the priority she wouldn't spend money on herself bless her she absolutely had to so yeah up until seven it was like kind of normal we used to go camping a lot my dad was um obsessed by steam engines oh, <laughs> god we would spend summers going around steam rallies 
That's where my hate of camping comes from. Because being the youngest, I would be at the very end of the tent where all the condensation oh, would drip. God. So you'd wake up in the morning soaked. And, no. You're reminding me of camping. Stop I know. It. <laughs> Bringing back bad camping memories. But yeah, no. So that was up until then. And then it was, I think it was 2000. Um, in Leverstoft, where I'm from, we would have a big air show every year. Mm-hmm. And um, my dad came to meet us after the air show. And he was feeling a bit ill and kind of thought nothing of it. And he went to bed, like I stayed in bed for quite a few days. And eventually, um, my mum called like the equivalent of 111 or whatever one or whatever it is, the um, NHS number. And they said they needed him to go in because he had pins and needles, like, for his whole body. Mm-hmm. Um, and just generally feeling, like, not good. So he didn't want... This is, like, where my stubbornness comes from. He refused to go in an ambulance because he didn't want an ambulance. So my uncle took him in. Um, and he was in hospital for two weeks and they were trying to work out what was wrong with him. And eventually he was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, which is MS, uh, which is a nervous, like your nervous system. So like the messages from your brain don't connect to your nerve endings. Um, And there's different types of it. So there's um, relapsing and remitting, which is where people have like flare ups and attacks of it. And then they're fine, like completely normal. And then there's um, progressive, and then there's primary progressive. And primary progressive is the worst one, which is what my dad had. Um, And basically, they just deteriorate. So they go from being able to walk, to walking with crutches, walking with stick, being in a wheelchair, being bed-bound. Jesus. And, like, I know that. So I was seven when he was diagnosed, and... So a lot of my childhood was kind of my dad deteriorating through that time. Um, I, being me, didn't tell anybody. So, in like, did you not have any friends come over or anything? We yeah, I did. Um, like in the start when he'd be he'd be sat, my dad would be sat in a chair, so it would just look normal, so people wouldn't know anything was wrong. Yeah. If that makes sense, I don't like. I didn't like talking about it because I didn't like making other people feel awkward. Mm. It wasn't that I was embarrassed. It was, I hate other people's reactions. Yeah. Which is a lot where, because I hate when people say, I'm sorry for your loss. That oh, yeah. just, I hate that because I feel like I'm making other people feel embarrassed, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But that's how you feel. That's, yeah, yeah. That's my feelings. Like, yeah. People say what they want. But, um, yeah, so I didn't really tell anyone about it. So all through middle school, because we had middle schools around here, which was from year five to year eight. Um, all through that and all through high school, I kind of just pretended that everything was normal. So when people would say about going on holidays and things, I just wouldn't join in the conversation because we couldn't go on holiday yeah. and we couldn't really do anything. Um, and I'd used to come home... We had to have um, our whole house altered because my dad could no longer like get in the bath and things like that. So we had to have house alterations for like a shower, like a wet room that he could go into. Um, they moved my mum and dad's bedroom downstairs to what was our dining room. Wow. And our house was like, like, like my house now, like where <clears throat> you know, it's all one big space. Yeah. Um, 
which meant like if anyone came round, there'd be a bed. In the there'd lounge. be two beds because mm. my mum would have a single bed next to my dad's hospital mm. bed, like a proper hospital bed. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, lungs. yeah. Um, and then he, as he got worse, um, obviously the, the I felt as I got older, I felt more for my mum, if that yeah. makes sense, because she became his carer. So How old were you when it got really like bad then? Um, from so it was probably like 13, 14, Um, it was when he was then in and out of hospital a lot. Right. Um. Yeah, my mum became his carer, so she'd gone from like looking after children her whole life to then looking after my dad her whole life. Like she's literally just cared. Yeah. For people her whole life since having she my sister amazing. my mum is amazing yeah um and yeah so then he was in and out of hospital a lot because he was in a wheelchair he didn't move so he would get um pneumonia and blood clots so when i don't know how old i was i think i maybe was like 14 he got a blood clot on his lung um, so he was in hospital for ages. Luckily, they caught it. I think I can't remember if it was that time or if it was another time. But the ambulance came out, um, and the people, the paramedics, were like, "Oh no, there's nothing wrong with him. He's just um, having like a panic attack." And we were like, "No, there's How something." How do you take a panic attack? I don't know. Pop? I think that was later on. I don't think that was like all my memories of it all blurring. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then. He was in, he had pneumonia a lot because of sitting still. He was then on warfarin, which is a blood thinner, which is to prevent the blood clots from happening again. Which then meant every other week there'd be like district nurses in to do blood tests, and then he then had carers come in every morning to like relieve a little mm. bit of pressure off my mum. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then it was. I was in my first year of sixth form and he got pneumonia again and um, kind of, not thought nothing of it, but because he'd had it so many times, we just assumed He'll come out of it again. would be normal. Yeah. Um, but he wasn't responding to the antibiotics at all. And because he, he was like, by this point he was so depressed because his life had yeah. gone from like a normal life to nothing like he was mm. literally sad and home. you said it started when you he when you were seven that's a mm-hmm. long so that's time. a long time to be ill and slowly mm-hmm. deteriorating yeah i think i'd be depressed too yeah it was it was like 10 years of like deterioration yeah. like going more and more downhill and then um yeah so we we, we were told that he wasn't responding to antibiotics and they said as well sometimes because he was so depressed he just couldn't fight any longer like he just gave up the fight Mm. so I was told it was a Thursday and I used to go to a drama club and my mum tried to call me but I couldn't she didn't oh I didn't answer I just like ignored her because I thought I don't know what she's like Mm. wanting so then I got home and she told me that he's not responding to anything and at that point I kind of didn't it didn't sink in Mm. I kind of thought well but he will, so yeah. it's all right. Yeah. I think, like, you're kind of naive when you're young, aren't you? And then um, on the Sunday, we were told that... No, I think we went to visit him on the Friday, and he was, like, so poorly. Like, this is the worst I'd ever seen him. 
and then um, on this Sunday morning we were told that we needed to go up to say goodbye oh and my god it literally happened from him being ill the Saturday before to that Sunday so like within a week he'd just gone downhill that quickly did you like know that like obviously that he was going to die like no. you like so how lo- people can have MS for their whole lives and it, mm. it won't affect them but because he was in a wheelchair and was getting so pneumonia constantly it, you guys are all just sitting there in shock yeah like, wow to go from one week, everything being mm. our normal. Yeah. Obviously it wasn't normal, but it was yeah. our normal. To go from that to then losing him. Yeah. So my mum and sister went, because I didn't want to be there when he died. I know that sounds horrible. No, sound like you're horrible. a kid as well. Yeah, no, I just didn't want to be there. Um, and then my mum phoned us when he was, like, almost gone to say, like, you need to come up now. And then when we got there, he'd already gone. So then I saw my dad dead on the bed, which um, wasn't the weirdest experience. The weirdest experience was when you go and visit... I don't know if you've ever visited someone in a funeral home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's a, is, their face is weird, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. They make... They put their face like a smile. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah. So I had to leave. It was horrific. Because yeah. They That's had not how you wanted them. They had them. like my dad had like this smirk and like. Did they try just, to do that? Yeah. They had to copy his actual smile. But no. it was his smile, and yeah. it was so weird, and I was just I couldn't deal with it. No, so yeah, he died that. when I was seventeen, um, and I dealt with it how I only know how to deal with things, and that was I decided that I'm not going back to sixth form because I don't want people to feel sorry for me. Not like again. I'm just. I don't like making other people feel awkward. So yeah. So I was like, I don't want to go back because I don't want people to give me sympathy. So then I went to college instead, but then like bunked a lot of that. But <laughs> that's another story. And yeah, so that was. That so was what kind of relationship did you have with your dad? Like, did you were you like really close to you yeah. and him? Yeah. I think I was. The others might disagree, but I was the favorite. I was the baby. So yeah. there's like yeah. my sister is ten years older than me. Then I've got another brother who is six or seven years older than me, and then another brother who's three and a half years older than me. See, like I've never had anyone in my life die. I mean, I've had like I've had my grandparents die, but I've mm. been a child, like I was eleven. Mm. I've never had anyone in my life die that I'm super close with, like a parent, yeah. a sibling, or anything else. So I don't. When I think about the thought of, even though I'm not, I don't have a relationship with my parents but the thought of them dying Mm. and then dealing with it afterwards I can't even imagine it like how do you even cope you just do the thing is I this is where you guys like yes so you but I looked at it as in it gave my mum a freedom Mm. I know that sounds no it doesn't no no it makes total sense it makes sense she had so she so that summer because he died um just really awkwardly he died um on the 13th of june his birthday was the 22nd of june and obviously father's day is always around the 22nd of june as well so june is like a tough month for us um so um that summer i took my mum to london for the first time in like 25 years because she hadn't been to london and like she so she got to do things that she wouldn't Mm. have got to do and i think she that's probably where I get it from, but she looks at things in quite a similar way. Obviously, she would want him here. Of course. But 
the fact that she can now do things and have a bit of a life You've that she could have before. You've got to kind of grasp onto the positivities in such a shit situation, haven't yeah. you? Yeah, but then I look at that in every kind of grief and mm. that kind I th- of situation. I feel like that's a little bit of a cultural thing too. Like, if something happens to someone in this country or in... Like, I'm just saying, in, like, British culture, mm-hmm. it's more thought about in a tactical sort of way. Like, kind of like, yeah. okay, this has happened. There's no point in, like, mm-hmm. like sitting in our yeah. in our negativity. Like, yeah. let's let's move forward. Let's, let's... I, I've just noticed that as a country. It's not yeah. something that I grew up in at all. People just sit on their problems and sit, sit on their grief and everything else. And it, they just sit on it. Whereas I find England a very movie country. Like, even when grief yeah. happens, people move people have grief and then they just keep moving with their lives actually it's something i admire something yeah. i quite like no, definitely. Is, and i feel like you guys have done you you sort of did that you're yeah. like this has happened there's nothing you can do to change the no. situation so what's the point of wallowing about something yeah. you can't change no when you can do you know like but you must have your moments no yeah yeah gotcha i think what like so my mum gave me away uh, when i got married because obviously my dad wasn't there and like I felt for her as well because like she was experiencing that without him by her mm. side yeah mm. I, I don't know I feel like maybe I feel more for my mum yeah. yeah it definitely sounds like do you do for me but not like obviously I still grieved we got for the first month me and my mum slept on the sofa together um but yeah no it was like I've just felt for her because she'd gone from, like she, because she had with like my nanny and granddad, all of my um, grandparents are gone, so she kind of was like on her own mm. to go. You from... and your sister and your mum seem like you're just like really close. Yeah, yeah, we are. But that's so lovely that you are. And my um, my brother, who's three years older than me, like she, my mum can't get rid of him. Oh really? Oh, <laughs> just meet, he'll kill me. Then he just moved out. <laughs> Bless him. Um, but I think like we all appreciate that. Like we want to be. We all mom. want to be close together. Yeah. Yeah. And have that. But, yeah. I mean that is a crazy story. I, I mean. Mm. It, just... it actually makes me feel really quite bad for like sitting and complaining that my parents argued a lot. So no, what? but it's, well, I don't feel like... that. Like I don't feel when people say things like that. Like I'm not like oh you should be grateful that you've got a dad. Like I would never think like that because that's a completely different life mm. yeah you have a totally different life than what i've had yeah. Mm. yeah and to be honest with you i see some similarities between your childhood and mine because mm. my parents also fought a lot and it massively like i just remember being petrified of it yeah me too and it's like i said before it sticks in your mind it does it does and that makes you think with your own kids isn't it like like what can you do differently? Yeah, because, yeah, like, I'll absolutely. admit it. I'll, I'll I'll say right here, like, like you know, me and Kev, we do get, we get along. We're, we know, we're okay. But the odd time that we do argue, sometimes I'm like, I forget the kids are around. And I'm yeah. like, it makes me think, make sure they're not around if, yeah. I, if I've got something to say. Yeah, yeah. But you learn from these things, don't you? And like you say, obviously, it's all different experiences that we've had. It's just... In your case, it's made you strong. Because you are really you are strong. remarkably strong. Yeah. I use bad things as fuel, if that makes sense. So I will, that will fuel my fire. So I will then be more passionate and more, like, strength to do things that I want to do. 
like yeah. I'll take shit you're channeling that energy it. into yeah. something more positive yeah because well, he'd be really point? proud of that yeah he would yeah. He well my be. kind of my he'd probably take credit for my photography to be fair because <laughs> he did have a lot of cameras and stuff so that he was a bit of an influence then yeah, he definitely. influenced you. <gasps> he was an influencer. Aww. To be fair, there is a photo, and like, that's the one that I normally share on like the anniversary of his death. There is a photo of him that he took on a Polaroid camera, and oh my god, it's the most beautiful like filter that he's got on this photo. Like he would have bossed Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> He'd have so many more followers than us. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Wow. I've actually learned more about you guys now. I know. Yeah, we we all learned learned about each quite other. nice. Yeah. We've never got in depth like that, have we? No, I don't like, but as I said, I don't talk about my parents because I don't really like them. I don't talk about mine either because I don't have a relationship with my parents. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Yeah. It makes me sad. Like, yeah, it does. You've got me. such a lovely relationship with your mom, and obviously you loved your dad so much. I love my parents too, but we don't see eye to eye. No. We're totally different people. And every single time I've tried to let them back into my life, I've not been very happy. Yeah. No. So I'm... But you shouldn't, I'm, have, you shouldn't just do it for the sake of the, the fact that they're your parents. Because if you don't get on with them, and it's, no. it's not worth No, we're adults now. Yeah. You don't need to yeah. have people around I do, you. I do, feel, I do feel like, um, you know, I'd like to give it another go sort of thing. I've been feeling that for a while. Like, yeah. I'd like to give this another go. Because it's been ages since I've even spoke to them. Reach out. What's the worst that could happen? Mm-hmm. I, I'll be in hell again. <laughs> <laughs> well, then weigh it up. Think about if it's actually worth it for your well-being and mm-hmm. your family and yeah. if it's going to be something. If you didn't do it, would you look back in 10 years and regret I, it? I just, I just feel... You know what? I, I'll, I, another thing, too. Me moving to England has changed my perspective on how... Um, like, the way I think is totally different the way I was when I was, like, 16, 17, 18, 19, mm. 20 now I've been living here for 10 years and this country has changed me so much it's made me think of things in a way more laid-back manner that's good whereas my family is that's very really good because we're a really uptight culture you are such an <laughs> uptight culture but you're also so laid back you're a very get on with it sort of culture like like was it we was get on with it thing yeah. isn't it yeah, yeah you just get on with yeah. it just which is a laid to me that's a laid back thing carry on because i grew up in a culture that everything was just everything's a big deal all the time big and loud dramatic everything's a big deal and that is draining in itself every that is so draining i grew up and i grew up and as i became an adult i was feeling drained Mm. and then i moved to england and i was like oh it's so much more chill here yeah i know where it's at like like Kev's family, they're like, like even there's there's issues, you know what I mean? Like in Kev's family, everyone, it's like, Every I mean, issues, it's that right? typical British family where there's stepdads and stepkids, mm. and I mean, there's like a huge family and who's related to who. And that's interesting that none of us have that step family. Like, no. oh my my sister is a we're half sisters. I mean, I don't know, but no. Oh, actually, we yeah, mean, my sister's not my dad's. But she's like a hundred years older than me, so I don't really care. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, no, we, we've all have mom, dad, and siblings, don't we? Yeah, yeah. which is quite rare. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, no, that's, that's what I mean. True. Like a very, very true. Kev's family is like if there's so many pieces yeah. to the puzzle, yeah. but they all support each other, and they all at the end of the day love each other. That's what mm-hmm. matters, really. Whereas my my family and my love has always felt not unconditional; it's felt conditional. Like mm-hmm. I will love you if you do this sort of thing, yeah. and and I will like you if you do this. That's and horrible, yeah, like that's the feeling session. I had. Yeah. That's the feeling. Yeah, and I, I and and if I mom. disappointed, I you know I've been disowned as well. I've been disowned three times in my life. 
like you're not my daughter. Oh my like because of decisions I've made that have that have not suited them. Yeah. Yeah. Because, and I get it, they're coming from emotional, but you can't control your kids like that, you can can't. you? You can't. No, emotional yeah. blackmail is a massive one. My mum loved a bit of emotional blackmail. Now yeah. I look back and I'm just like, God. I remember like, crying and like writing her letters to forgive me because I hadn't gone out at the age of 14 and bought her her cigarettes because she didn't want to go and get them. Oh. And now I look back and I think, that was fucked up, mm. quite frankly. I but, think in a weird way, like you can totally be like, no, you're totally wrong. But because you've had that... You, you know your dad dying and your mom and everything else you kind of all of that other stuff is like less it's not important yeah like, mm. because you're like it's life and death here absolutely where you guys are focused more like on the love because you know it could be am i wrong no i think as well like my mom and dad were not particularly fighty kind of people like we were never aware of their fights and things like that if like my mom would get stressed and but I mean, it's four kids, so she's going to get stressed and you could sometimes feel the tension, you know, like if my dad made a remark that my mum then took the wrong way kind of thing. But they, they didn't really ever argue that I can remember. What would, there, what would there to be argue about when, you're, when you've got such a huger thing to worry before, about? Like even before that. They just, I don't know. I've yeah, okay, never, yeah. Like, they're just the type. They're quite, yeah. Sam says that with his parents. They're quite chill. have any recollection of his parents having crosswords. No, no they're just quite chilled. And... Yeah, it's just people, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Parents everyone's are different. Fiery it's a personality thing, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I'll be, one, one last question before we wrap it up. What Go. do you think that your kids, or what would you, that's the question I want to say. Like, I always think, what will my kids think of how I raise them and what will they say about me when I'm older and I'm on I'm thinking that they're gonna say mum was feisty <laughs> I just hope that Josh always knows that I'll, I'll always fight his corner both of them obviously but Josh is gonna yeah. need me to fight for him more and I hope he'll always grow up knowing mum's got my back yeah. yeah if that's what you want then that's what they'll think you know what I mean yeah, yeah. that's what I think yeah so no they'll probably think that I was annoying because I am quite an annoying mum. But they enjoy it. No, no, no. But like, so like when they want to dance and sing along to music, like I join in with them and they're probably at this age. No, that's the best memory. This age, they will love it. Like they they love the fact. I mean, like this afternoon we've been dancing to What Does the Fox Say and The Gummy Bear Song. Oh, when you put that song on Instagram, I was like, eh, no. It's the worst song in the world. Thank you. I don't even know who introduced Edith into, like, I don't know why, but yeah. Um, But no, I feel like hopefully they will remember us being silly we are I think Anthony silly. will say it was a total embarrassment but that's okay that's yeah. what I'm going for absolutely oh yeah you, you want to be it. you do want to be a little bit embarrassing I feel like you? it's your right as a parent though yeah. oh yeah yeah like to wipe a little bit of stuff off their face like in front yeah of I wish friends. my parents would have embarrassed me more and had more banter yeah that's what I that's what I want with my kids I want banter. them to yeah. I want yeah. them yeah. to think yeah. that our house was like fun yeah. and funny yeah. and yeah. that we joked around because to be honest with you I don't I that's one thing I don't ever remember as a kid I don't remember any jokes or oh, laughter no, that, I, I mean not that, that much I mean there was happy moments but mm-hmm. I don't remember like any banter but that is again that's a British thing yeah I do have that with my dad I mean, my dad yeah. a lot of banter still do gotta have banter love it and a lot of like we used to um, watch Eurovision and Stars in Your Eyes like we used to do like family nights yeah I don't even know because I don't know if it's my older siblings or whether it's just like me and my brother who's closest in age to me 
I think we used to stay up and watch things like that. And like on New Year's Eve, we'd stay up till midnight and it used to be like such a big treat to like have the last of the Christmas food. Yeah. Staying up till midnight and doing it. A lot of like random memories. They're nice. They're the nice memories. I remember things like that. It's nice. Do you guys have your every year Christmas thing that you do? Like Christmas Eve? Are you very like, like, do you do the same thing? I always go to Sam's family now. I never go to my family for Christmas because my family are not that big on it. So I don't really have like anything my I bought from kids. Still has the tacky decorations that we had as kids. No, not the nineties string thing on the oh, ceiling. Oh yeah. Do you know what? My That's s- horrible. My sister <laughs> horrible. My sister buys that still. Thanks, and she'll be like, No, I don't. My sister buys that still. She buys those horrible string things. Oh, and we mock no. her. We do mock her for it. But my mum has like Play, Again, I'm sorry to I'm sorry to keep bringing up the fact that it's a British thing, but that is a British thing. Oh, it is. The whole when I came, because I, I moved over here in 2008, and I remember my first Christmas here, and I was like, "What the hell is on the ceiling? What is that? <laughs> what is that, that tacky <laughs> crap hanging off your? I mean, the most t- tacky thing that we had in the 80s was the actual like proper tinsel that you put on trees, and I'm yeah, like, I'm not about that. Not but really that was the most. That was the most. Not, no, not the stuff like, and 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 Kev's dad, he is like, like a clutter with that. Like you, you have to like bang it oh, out yeah. the way. Your head. <laughs> we used to be. We used, yeah. Growing up, our house was like grotto levels yeah. of tat. <sighs> Thank God we have Instagram puts in chat. I Christmas. Yeah, yeah, my my, my, my Christmas friendly. tree won't be knocked over by my children at all. It'll be up in the corner looking absolutely glorious. I'm scared for this Christmas. Day. Oh my god. Good luck. Maybe I'll have a half craft Christmas tree. Just put it up on the yeah on the ceiling. Do an upside down one. No, you know I what? don't do that. It wrecks my head. I Look, just, where did I see one of them? It's too much. I can't even begin to deal with it. Right on that yeah. random yeah, last note, yeah. we're going to end it here. Thank you for listening. Um, and please, if you haven't already, go over and subscribe on iTunes and leave us a lovely little review because we five are stars. we are bloody lovely, and you like yes, listening to us. Um, <laughs> have a good week, guys, and we'll be back with another chatty episode soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Coffee, Cake and Conversations. You can find all the details from this episode in our show notes. You can find me on Instagram at littlepaperswan. And you can find me at Beauty Baby and Me. And you can find me at Amelia Eleanor. Mm-hmm.